Hello, I'm Becky Hadid, host of The Storied Recipe. As my weekly guests share their stories through the vessel of cherished food memories, we all become better cooks, more grateful for the gift of food, and we honor those that have loved us through their cooking. Hello, today I am introducing you to a new summer series with my husband John's Auntie Mary. She is one of the people that I most enjoy, appreciate, and admire in this entire world. John's Auntie Mary to me is like the living embodiment of the serenity prayer, which says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And it seems to me that God has given Auntie Mary all of those things throughout her lifetime. So on Monday evenings, John and I just love to sit at a table with Mary. We share in a simple, delicious vegetarian meal with her. And I try to soak up all the wisdom and peace that Mary has gained in 86 years of, um, at times, a very difficult life. So John's Auntie Mary was born in Ramallah, Palestine in 1936. She was the third of nine children that lived to adulthood. Her mother gave birth to 11. She was 12 in 1948 and saw the Nakba with her own eyes, the catastrophe, where her fellow Palestinians, including her husband Shafiq, were forced from their homes. Uh, they were sent even barefoot at times, unarmed, and homeless into the streets, and in the case of some cities, even massacred. At 19, Mary immigrated to the United States, and every day of her life, Mary worked hard to start businesses, keep a home, raise her four children, and to show kindness and compassion to everyone she met. In addition to her own children, Mary was like a mother to my own husband, John, and to others as well. Um, John is joining with me in this series, by the way. Mary's heart and home were always open, and in my experience, have always been overflowing with the food of her homeland, Palestine. So I'm hoping to release at least five uh, episodes in this series. I have two recorded so far. And this first one I've called Paradise in Palestine, because it is all about Mary remembering just the simple but so wholesome childhood that she enjoyed in Palestine. It was full of the freshest luscious fruits and vegetables and uh, meals that were cooked before electricity even came to her town. I am so um, honored to introduce Mary to you today. I hope that you can experience just the uh, peace that I feel in her presence. And I hope that you can imbibe uh, the sense of gratitude that she carries around with her. And uh, yes, I'm just so honored to have her here. And I'm so grateful that you are here listening. We're going to reminisce about the good old days. Reminisce about the good old days. That's, That's right. Let's start because I remember Ramallah. Let's start with Ramallah. Yes. Where's Ramallah? Ramallah is a small town uh, in Palestine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's about 15 minutes, I think nine kilometers from Jerusalem. That little town, everybody loved it. Mm. The weather is one aspect mm -hmm. that every, everybody mm -hmm. likes to visit mm -hmm. in the summertime. Mm -hmm. It does not get too hot. In the morning dew, Mm. You see it on the fruits, mm. on the plants. You feel it's uh, such a uh, God-giving gift, precious gift, mm -hmm. that you feel it's everything is natural. And wholesome. And wholesome. Is Ramallah, is it neat, but does it have water on either side of it? I don't remember. No water at all. No water. So it's in between land. It's, it's all landlocked. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's all land. But yet, we don't have a tough winter, mm -hmm. neither mm -hmm. tough sun summer. In fact, the people that very well off, they used to come and spend their summer and their winter. 
King Abdullah. Oh, really? <laughs> he always King Abdullah of where? Uh, come on. <laughs> Jordan. In Jordan. In Jordan. King, King Abdullah of, of Jordan. He'd come to Ramallah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yes, in the wow. Yeah. Now you talked yes. about the dew on the fruits. Tell us yeah. about the fruits in Palestine. The fruits are so, it has such a wonderful taste that that's what the, uh, I'm going to call it mishmish. Mishmish. Oh, you wait, you told us mishmish. I know. Yeah. I think I remember. <laughs> the the apricot. The apricot. <laughs> you were impressed with me. I'm impressed. All right. It has such a deep mishmash taste. Mm. In here, it's watery. Uh-huh. I don't know because there's so much water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It washes it out. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. But over there, the fruit, it has the real tasty fruit. Mm. This Apricots. Uh-huh. They're not from our apricots. Mm. This mishmish is not made mishmish now. So when we used to play that with the kids, like a little, with them. Uh, like a little tongue, like, I got, like a tongue twister or a... Yeah. Um, okay, so you would say this mishmish is... Mishmish. Mish is like it's not. Uh-huh. Men is from, so mishmish, mishmen... Mish Mishna. Mish Mishna. This, so this apricot is not from our apricot. From the taste uh-huh. that this is not our Mish Mish. So you said that then, like with the kids, you would play yeah. a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One time, and I, we had a lady came from a village next to us. Mm-hmm. And she brought us a lot of Mish Mish. Mm-hmm. We had so much. We got tired eating. (laughs) (laughs) So what we did, do you know how you plug the watermelon? Uh Uh-huh, to see if it's any good. Yeah, you told us about that. That's right. We start plugging the (laughs) mishmash. So we we know what that means, but tell everybody, tell tell us first about plugging a watermelon. Mm -hmm. So how do you plug a watermelon? Watermelon, it goes in... Triangle. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, they want a, a, a taste of the water, mm-hmm. whether it's sweet enough or ready enough. Mm-hmm. They taste it. If they like it, they like it. So it, would, would you cut like a big triangle? That would just, uh, triangle, like a slice would come yeah, out. Can you get it out? Mm-hmm. And you taste it, huh? it to the whoever. He tastes it. He likes it. He wants it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like it. He throw it away, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he it. I wish Harris Teeter did that. <laughs> <laughs> the watermelon I got today wasn't the greatest. Yeah. Well, it's, it's actually funny. Your dad, your his dad, your brother, taught yeah. me how to pick a good watermelon. How does he? Uh, turn it upside down and just push right by the, um, what's it called? The opposite to the stem. I don't know what that's called. If you push. I call it the belly. I the, <laughs> belly button. <laughs> the belly button. <laughs> You push, and there just has to be just the right amount of resistance. Yeah. And if you have that, but never we never plugged. I never plugged a watermelon in a store. We used to plug it. Okay. But in here, there is a special sound mm-hmm. to the watermelon once as you hit it three times. It gets almost mm-hmm. sloshy. Yeah. Because there's so much water in it. Which one is right? Which one is not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 To have the ear for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then, what, then you started to plug the apricot. Yeah, but that was our watermelon, and what a tragedy after that. Jennifer, when I was, we were doing it with the, uh, the thing that you shave with mm-hmm. the, the razor, razor, razor yeah. blade. Mm-hmm. It's one edge razor, oh, yes. blade, the other mm-hmm. edge is protected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with the one edge razor blade, we used to cut it and just play with it and throw it away. Wasted it. I don't know where mother was. <laughs> she, she cooks it and makes jam out of it. Oh, That's, apricot jam. Oh, wow, well, she used to make it. And the great jam and all. So what happened? She came to do something. My bed hits her arm. It cuts her arm. Oh. And that piece. You, you nicked her arm. I nicked Not the razor. I was so upset. She said, don't worry, Mary. It reached. Look how good she is. Mm. We were so close. Mm-hmm. We were like the Popsy twins, her and I. <laughs> she was younger than I am, mm-hmm. but we were like twins. She was much bigger than I am. But she still looks good, thank yeah. God for that. Mm-hmm. 
she doesn't want to tell the, the, the mom, mom and dad about it. I said, no way. I'm going to tell my mom and dad. I don't care if they beat me up. Whatever they do, I'm going to tell them mm -hmm. so they could take it to the doctor. Mm -hmm. And I went and I told them. She doesn't want me to. That is something else. Yeah, she wants to suffer. Not to let me get, to let you get in, in trouble. So uh, what I told them, and luckily the doctor lives in the same place. That building mm -hmm. is just right in the rear. Is named Doctor Samuel, Doctor Samuel, we call him. Okay. And they're honest to him. So he did what he has to do. She had a little scar now. Well, because evidently he saw it, he knew it. Because we were looking for the beast, <laughs> so we could put it back. <laughs> wow, it really took a chunk out then. Oh, <laughs> uh, that does sound kind of. I don't know why, I don't remember, but we still were looking. You know, stupid. Oh my word! Yeah, and yeah. she was just bleeding everywhere. Yeah, yeah. so she has. Now how we could see the scar? She still has the scar to this day. Well, but, uh, but she's amazing. Yeah. And I, she always, she knew that I am, how you see the kids, some of them, they grow so mm -hmm. well. And, mm -hmm. But you were she sicker. She knew I was different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she always cared for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though she was 13 months younger. She always, you know, I never. She, she looked out for you. She always looked out for me. Mm. I was never a troublemaker. No, no, not and you. <laughs> none of us are. We were never, mm -hmm. never. But she was different. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like she wants something, I want it now. Mm -hmm. One time we were in the uh, position that we like to have in new dresses. Uh -huh. I said, what do we have? It's good enough, Jana. She said, no. <laughs> we want new dresses. <laughs> She uh, still goes after what she wants. She did. She always did. Mm -hmm. And until today. Yep. She's that way. She's good. Wow. So tell us about some of the other fruits. Watermelon, apricot. Well, you've told us watermelon's very special to um, Palestinians. Why is that? It is because it's it's a symbol of the uh, Palestinian flag. Mm -hmm. Red, white, blue, and black. Red, white, green, and black. Green. Yeah. Green and black. Mm -hmm. So this is the sign of our flag. Bidon sana'ayona. Khudron marabi'ona. Sudon wa'a'ayona. Humron wa'adina. This is white, green, mm -hmm. black, and red. Humron and this is since our childhood. Mm -hmm. We learned it. Yeah. So. And what is it? What does it mean? The white. Mm -hmm. Our deeds toward humanity. Mm -hmm. It's always clean and white. Chodron, mm -hmm. uh, the green, is our pastures. Mm -hmm. And our uh, fruits and vegetables and oh, wow. the green. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because we did have a uh, the land, mm -hmm. you know, it's fertile, yeah. fertile land, fertile sure. uh, soil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you grow anything and it grows. Mm -hmm. We had all kind of vegetables. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I don't want to sway from the flag. Yeah. Sudan waqa'ayuna. When we are in a battle, we really fight. Mm. And humran mawadina. And our swords are red. Yeah. Mm. That means we beat the enemy. Yeah. Mm. That's wow. What it does. Wow. But we couldn't beat Israel. Mm. <laughs> them. Well, you're still fighting. I'm sorry. Mm. 75 years are we still fighting. Mm. Look at that. I'm not saying the people. Don't take mm -hmm. me wrong. I have a lot of Jewish wonderful yeah. people. Mm -hmm. They have good hearts. I'm yeah. not saying that. Mm -hmm. But the government that came from Europe, mm -hmm. the Zionists, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was horrible. We mm -hmm. used to be scared to travel anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just, it, it wasn't a kosher thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least kosher is the Jewish word. <laughs> I was thinking that it's ironic. Um, I was actually going to go back to the jam. Uh, remember you said your mom made jam. She made all the apricot jam. Um, but 
cooking was very, very different in your childhood. So tell us, so first of all, what would she use to make jam? Did you have a stove early on? Big pot, small burner. She used to put the uh, the twigs and all that. I made the fire to put it over it. And keep oh, yeah, and make the sure she'd have to make the fire. So was this in like a hearth? Outside. Oh, she did it. She made the jam outside. outside. Wow. And I remember skin. You, st- oh, was it hot? No. <laughs> Especially the grapes. Oh. And the grapes been picked up from our land. We have one piece of land for grapes. Wow. We call it Tamiri. Mm. What does that mean? It's, that's, it's not a big land, maybe about three, four, five acres mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. And we used to go to it mm-hmm. in the summertime and pick up the grapes. Mm. And we had another piece of land. Mm-hmm. We used to call it Teen. Mm. And this is the fig land. Mm. A lot of fig trees. Mm. We used to go and pick up all kind of figs. Mm. And then she makes a fig jam. Mm-hmm. Wow. The fig jam and store them for the winter. Mm. Now, did your family own all of this land? Overseas. Mm. We had yeah. four pieces of land and a house. So when you say we had land, you literally mean you owned the land where the grapes grew and you owned the land where the fish and you went to go and pick them. We used to go, let's go on Nisra. Was it a picnic? Like a picnic. We used to go there. One time we go halatin and pick up a lot of figs. Bring them each one of us get a bag of figs. Wow. I get a bag of Khalil picks a bag whoever wants to go. Mm-hmm. My mother, he, she said she had so many children. Who wants to go on a team today? And I always did. You always loved I to went to everyone <laughs> all the time. I mm. loved hike, hiking. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a long distance. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so it's quite a distance. And especially team, the one for the graves is not mm-hmm. so bad, but the other one was quite far far. Wow. And we used to go to it. And you'd walk yeah. to it. Walk to, to it. it. Walk to it. And then when you got your stuff, you had to I, carry yeah. it all the way back. We take that basket empty, we bring it full. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, amazing childhood. Really, yeah. it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Now, children now would complain about that. <laughs> but but you like loved children it. Children would complain yeah. today. Yeah. I had such a good childhood, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Maybe sick childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Said, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You t- tell us about that. You were sick a lot. Yeah. For a reason, I don't know. I was not the healthiest child. Mm-hmm. I used to miss school a lot. Mm-hmm. But let's finish what else we used to get. Okay. From the land. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? Yeah. Yeah. And we had other pieces of land. Mm-hmm. We had four and a house. And uh, I get when I went in 1993, I got. All the land maps. Oh, really? Oh, I still have them here, maybe. Maps of all the lands. Yeah, but I gave them all to Khalil. So you had four pieces, one with the grapes, one with the figs. The other one was in a prime location, right in the in where that circle mm-hmm. in Ramallah. Yeah, no, we don't know about the circle in Ramallah. This is, we call it El Manara. Mm-hmm. That's it, huh? Oh, here's the man. It's yeah. the main, the main circle. Yeah, right in the, uh, in the entrance of Ramallah. Okay, and you had a piece of land right there by the entrance. Not too far from there. Mm. Mm. And that's a prime location. That is a prime. Wow. You would imagine. And what did you have on the other wow. piece of land? Nothing. Just a piece of you land. You just had land that you could, yeah. you could grow. The future on. to build on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We came here. And there is another piece that I remember where, mm-hmm. but there is four pieces. Okay. So you um, you grew figs, you grew grapes, you got apricots from your <laughs> from your very your overly generous friends. Um, no, we grew we grew a lot of apricots. So you grew those and yourself. Definitely, as well. and the plums that big of a plum mm-hmm. when you bite in the plum. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> juicy and delicious. All our foods, they have the really fruit taste mm-hmm. in them. Yeah. They're delicious. Mm. 
and do we the only thing I never seen any matzitris in, in Ramallah. New citrus. No. Hmm. But the citrus in Jericho, hmm. you go to Haifa, Yafa. That's, mm-hmm. That's why we have the Jaffa oranges. Oh. The best oranges from Jaffa. We lived a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. When you um, had the plums and the figs and the grapes, so who who tended to them? I mean, that's a lot of work. They never attended. Those three, they, they just have plenty. Anytime we go, we just pick up. And they just grew. Nobody ever says anything. They grew on their own. They didn't spray them. They no. didn't prune them. No, they didn't. never been sprayed or nothing. They just, yeah, they that's just amazing. They just do the job themselves. Mm-hmm. Just go pick it up from the tree and eat it mm. with no washing. Mm. Wow. I don't remember. I ever washed it. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> from the figs to the grapes to anything. All you see is the dew on it. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, how about, um, did you have jobs? We did, every one of us. Okay. Even I have a job to clean this room, tidy that. You know, we used to uh, the, the dishes. Mm-hmm. Each one has a turn. We do the dishes. We had jobs, definitely. Mm-hmm. One time I slept doing <laughs> one of my jobs, and I went to school. Mm-hmm. Then I told one of my friends, why don't you come to my house and have lunch with me? Mm-hmm. And my home wasn't too far from the school. We went down the hill. It was just on the corner. Mm-hmm. Once I got in my house, it's not the house, it's not the entrance side from the street. We have to go down and around. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have, we don't have a second floor. It's only one floor. You could see the roof from the street. Mm-hmm. That's the house that Khalil uh, sold. But it's a good house. Three bedroom, living room, dining area, kitchen, kitchen, and breakfast area. We had a nice house. And uh, she said, okay. The kitchen window is just right where they driveway down to go down. Mm-hmm. So my mom, she saw me coming down. <laughs> and she said, okay, come on. <laughs> Once I heard the word come on, <laughs> I told my son, let's go so tell us a little bit like about that you came home you came home from school for lunch so tell us about your meals what would you have for lunch for instance I don't have anything that day <laughs> not that day not that day but, but you see hot meals good meals mm. she used to cook for lunch because dinner was very light mm. Oh. The bread and cheese and zit and zaatar and watermelon. Mm-hmm. That's our dinner. Mm-hmm. But our lunch was the good lunch. Mm-hmm. Whatever we have and maklube mm-hmm. and uh, anything that is really hot, nice meal. Mm-hmm. The okra mm-hmm. with the lamb mm-hmm. and with the rice, mm-hmm. with the salad. Everything is good. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is picked up from the yard. Mm-hmm. We have the salad, everything is picked up from the yard. Mm-hmm. How about was, breakfast? And breakfast is, it, it was, I would remember, we never had cereal. Mm-hmm. We never had oatmeal. Mm-hmm. We always had eggs, mm-hmm. mostly eggs. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the bread and lebani. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That thick yogurt. The, same thing, the lebani. A piece of cheese, Arabic cheese. Yeah. Yeah, this is our breakfast. So for people listening who haven't had it, tell them about the Lebanese. The Lebanese. Mm-hmm. It's yogurt, homemade yogurt mm-hmm. that I usually make in a big thing, mm. big pot. And once it gets uh, firm, mm-hmm. it's set in a position where it's covered to stay warm. Mm-hmm. In the morning, it's formed just like like a cake. Wow. It's like a piece of cake. Wow. Mm-hmm. That thick. Yeah. It's not that thick, but it looks like that thick. Mm-hmm. 
and then we put it. No, I put it in the in here in the fridge over there. I don't remember what we did. Mm -hmm. And I we put it in a gauze yeah. uh, material. Mm -hmm. It drains all the way, mm -hmm. and that way is good for you. Mm. It melts the stones, the yeah. stones. Oh, uh, when you say it drains because all the way, the you mean W H E Y? Yes. The curds in the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. W H E Y. It's yeah. The way. Mm -hmm. And then little by little, mm -hmm. it gets thicker or spread like mm -hmm. a cream cheese. Mm -hmm. But it's yogurt mm -hmm. cheese, and that's our lebani mm -hmm. that we used to eat at any time. If we get hungry, it's just the Arabic bread, put the olive oil and the lebani. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we put some za'atar on it. Mm -hmm. oh, we honey, that's our snack. Delicious. Mm -hmm. So what would it take your mother to keep up with these meals? How many hours a day would you say she had to spend cooking? All day busy. All day, well, I'm sure. One thing or another mm -hmm. with the cooking, she, because we were in school. Mm -hmm. In summertime, it's different. We used mm -hmm. to help. Mm -hmm. But then we used to go and pick up the tomatoes from the garden. Mm -hmm. It's a big, beautiful tomatoes. Just take mm -hmm. it and I'm... Mm. Bite in it, no, not even rinse in it or nothing. <laughs> mm. And right from the garden, the cucumbers, mm -hmm. small cucumbers, right from the garden. Mm -hmm. You take it, no rinse or nothing. If it has whatever on it, we eat. Wow. Yeah. wow. Yeah. So um, you said from the beginning when you made the jam, you would have to go outside and use a pot and break up the twigs and everything. Whatever she did. I don't know exactly, but I remember some of those twigs. Amazing. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong, but I remember some of those. How she used to make the fire because she never cooked it inside. I don't remember cooking it inside. Okay. In the summertime, you pick up your uh, uh, grapes and mm -hmm. the figs in the summertime. Right. And uh, she used to do it right there and then and put the sugar. And maybe it would just make the house too hot. Maybe so. But still, they wouldn't put it in the house. They don't take no those twigs in the house. Right. It has to be outside. They right. Okay. Yeah. Now, you said she didn't bake in the house either. She would take it to a bakery. Yeah, most of oh, something, those big trays, definitely. Mm -hmm. She used to make those, those. A lot of food, like in a, even the spaghetti, we had it in a big tray. Did she make her own pasta? No, no. I don't remember that. How did she get spaghetti? Oh, we have them. Yeah, I'm overseas, you buy them. Oh, like the boxes yeah, of spaghetti? Yeah, the boxes, the boxes or the pound or whatever. But tell us about how she well, Maybe she did, I don't remember. You know, something she did. She did her own pasta. She made her own pasta. I'll tell you why. Because there is one meal there, and I remember, now I started to remember, mm. there is one meal, we call it smart. Mm. We call it smart. Mm -hmm. You know what's in the smart? No. Lentils and pasta. It's like a soup, but thicker than a soup. Mm. And it's so awesome, mm. so delicious. Mm. Lentils yeah. and pasta. And she used to make the pasta and cut it, and wow. then... She used to do it like this. Wow. Just yeah. lifting it with her fingers and letting yeah, it fall exactly. down. Like a yeah. rainbow. A and fountain. Then, like a fountain. Yeah, like yeah. a fountain. They take it and dump it in that boiling stuff with the uh, wow. uh, with the uh, lentils. Wow. You call it smart. That's smart. I think I'm going to make it one day here. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be so delicious. Yes. I think I'm going to make it here. I love it. It's been a long time mm. since I had that. Mm. And I loved it, mm. you know, why? because we make the jabdara, uh, mm. but that one is different mm -hmm. with the uh, with the noodles, mm -hmm. those fresh noodles, <laughs> love them. Mm. Wow, yeah. that's got to be yeah, so she used to make it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So when she made bread, you said she would make just a huge... We had a big thing for the bread. Mm. I don't know how many pounds of flour. Maybe Five pounds of flour, maybe more. About ten, fifteen. Mm -hmm. Wow! And she, would she use that? Make that every week? She's looped. Every week, so she would start with five, ten, fifteen pounds of flour. Yeah. One time. Uh huh. She said, "I'm not. Go I'm not making the bread. You are not going to make it." Uh huh. <laughs> so she got two pounds divided. She said, "Jana, here is yours. Mary, here is yours." 
And she said, I ain't doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. She went to bed. She oh. went right to bed. And then I put everything together and I start working. Just needing. And Look at me. A child. Mm-hmm. Who knows? 14, 15, 13. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. To be able to make the bread. Mm-hmm. I did whatever. I covered it. I went to bed. I bet my mother later on came up to check on it mm-hmm. and yeah. finished it. So I could not finish it. Mm. It's a lot to need the bread. Yeah. But the day me, I remember that I did that. Wow. And asked her, I'm going to ask her. Yeah, she went to bed. <laughs> she went to bed. But your mom would do that every week. She had no choice. Yeah. But then we had a, uh, a renter in our house. Mm. My mom used the money. Mm-hmm. We have spare rooms. Mm-hmm. She rented a room on the other side of the house. Mm-hmm. The bread used to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Before the weekend goes, there's no bread. <laughs> so, you know, her kids eating that much bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she realized that the renter key, it's our key. Poor people. Mm-hmm. She still go in and snatch few loaves mm-hmm. to feed the family. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't it was three people. It wasn't the mother and the husband. It was the sister. Mm. When she discovered, she changed the key. The key. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say where, just changed no, the key. No, she just changed the key. Mm. Um, how would your mom bake the bread? My mom, how she bakes the bread. Mm. What a job. Mm. She, it's so easy to make the balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She makes the balls and put them on a big tray, like, mm-hmm. and she puts them until they get uh, to rise. Mm-hmm. And she carries them, and she takes them to the big oven, the, uh, the commercial ovens we have. Mm-hmm. And people, they all that's the way it is mm-hmm. in the small towns. Mm-hmm. You got these ovens. Some people they have. The big flat bread. Mm, mm-hmm. What do you call it? Big flat bread. We used to buy it. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, we went and got some at the Palestinian place. What's that they called? They make it outside. Um, what's that big Palestinian flat bread called? Not taboon. Taboon. What it is. Mm. Most of them, they have taboon. Mm-hmm. And the taboon, they have that big sage, they call it. Uh-huh. They put it over the final fire underneath it, uh-huh. and they put the bread over it like this, uh-huh. and they turn it over, and that's the taboon bread. Is it puffy? It's not. It's thin. Mm-hmm. So tasty. Delicious. You could eat mm-hmm. the whole taboon one mm-hmm. without nothing. You used to eat it with cheese. Mm-hmm. And your mom would make that? Yeah. So she would make... Yeah, she not, We never had it. She used to, do, to, to go to somebody that has a taboon. And buy it. Not buy it, then do it. Take her bread and do it. Oh, you're saying that taboon is not the name of the bread. The taboon is the name it of the is tool. the name of the tool. So she had to the take name. her dough. She takes her dough, and ah. she opens it, and she just throws it over it. Wow. Because, you know, they work it with their, with their fingers. And they oh, to, like, push it out. Push Almost it like out. you would push out a pizza yeah. dough into a big, yeah. big... Wow. And then it's the moon bread. Mm. And that, <laughs> my God, you brought my money's ear. Mm. Incredible. Mm. We loved it. How many, what other types of bread would your mom make? I would say that the boom. Mm-hmm. And she made the flat bread, like the pita bread. Mm-hmm. And she made something, we call it samuni. Mm-hmm. It's that big, thick bread mm. that you cut it mm. in slices. Mm. That's the only type of bread I remember. Mm-hmm. So she would take one dough, make all those different all types of bread. bread from the same dough. And then she had to carry. So if she started with, let's even say conservatively, she started with five pounds of flour. You're yeah. going to add at least half that amount of water. So now you're at seven and a half. You're going to add some oil probably. Like you're probably at minimum of 10 pounds of dough. Yeah. And she would carry all of that. How far would she have On to her go? head. On her head, really. <laughs> she got it. She has a round thing that she puts on her head. 
and she carries on her head, and she walks nice and straight without holding it. Really? You should see those country ladies. Mm. They came with big things on their heads to sell what they grew on their land. They come to Ramallah because Ramallah, we don't have everything, you know, yeah, in right. farming. Yeah. Because it's most likely Ramallah, it's between the little city and town. Yeah. Yeah. We oh, have a lot. We have a lot of schools, a lot of churches. We have, not every town has that. Mm-hmm. But Ramallah was yeah. advanced. So she carried 10 pounds on her head. On her head. And How she, far would she have to go to the baker? Not that far. Less than a mile, I would say. Maybe. Okay. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And it didn't seem like it bothers her, though. Uh-huh. And she used to go, and not, she's not the only one. So many, all these old ladies, or the mothers, they're not say old, uh-huh. because they'd be 30s and 40s and whatever. Mm-hmm. And those days, they, that's what they used to do. They go with the dough, they come back with the bread. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And how long would she have to spend at the baker to bake all that bread? They have to take her turn. Depends how many people are in front of her. Mm-hmm. You are, and you know, what time you get there? She mm-hmm. likes to get there early in the morning, mm-hmm. as early as possible. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> she comes back even before we go to school. And really? We the, yeah, we have the uh, hot bread. Wow. And with whatever we're going to eat it with. Mm-hmm. A little bit of cheese, a little bit of zeta, a little bit of zapa, whatever we have. We have a little bit of lebani. But Lebanon was always available. Mm-hmm. Zaytan Zatar was always available. Mm-hmm. For people listening, what's Zaytan Zatar? Zatar is some kind of pine mm-hmm. with some spices, mm-hmm. sesame seeds, a little bit of bread uh, stuff. Sumac. Sumac. Mm. So it's Zatar, I've never understood this. So Zatar mm-hmm. is a particular kind of thyme. Yeah. So you know, on the Zatar bag, it always just it just says time, and I've always I've always been confused by that. But Zatar is a type of time, okay? And then sesame seeds and a little sumac. And sumac, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe a little bit of salt. Mm-hmm. And then what's the that's the Zatar? What's the zeit? The zeit is the olive oil. Mm-hmm. That's first breast, delicious olive oil. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Did you grow olives? Tremendous amount of olives. Mm. We had a lot of olive trees. Mm-hmm. They used to pick the olives and they go to the, uh, <clears throat> is it a mill? Whatever. Mm. To a press? press? A presser. Mm-hmm. To press the olives, to bring oil. Mm-hmm. You stick the olive and come back with a beautiful olive oil. Mm. Yeah. And we had that in a certain area in Ramallah. Mm. This is the Palestinian temple. Mm-hmm. It's the olive branch. Mm-hmm. Wow, we cherish it because it, the olive tree takes it a long time before it gets start to give you. Oh, I didn't know that. So yes, was one time even one man was growing olive trees. Mm-hmm. So another person t- told him, "You're so old. What are you growing these trees? You expect to eat from them?" Mm-hmm. He said, "No, they planted and we ate. We shall plant for them to eat." Wow, that's mm-hmm. what they had. Yeah. And that's what we used to have. We had a lot of culture. Mm-hmm. My God. Mm-hmm. What about uh, when your mom cooked um, the hot meal? What did she cook on? I know you said earlier you had different things in the house to cook on until later and later. So tell us from the beginning. This is inside the house. Mm-hmm. We used to make the coffee, the tea, the cook, everything, everything on it. Mm-hmm. It's a little stove mm-hmm. that it has area that we put the kerosene in it. Oh, the kerosene. It. And it used to, we used to, you know, push it mm. to get the flame. It used to have a little flame. Mm-hmm. And then it makes a nice... Oh, push it like you had to spark, like a pilot yes. light. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes if it's not the pilot light, we used to, you know... Use a match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you feed it with this... The oxygen, whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah, to get that thing. It was a real Girl Scout <laughs> situation to get it started. Exactly. <laughs> That's our stove. And your mom would cook for 11 people on, on that on that on one that burner. Stove. 
which is why there's so many one pot meals, yeah. like Makluba, most likely, mm -hmm. yeah. or the Jara, or something like that, because you don't have multiple burners to cook on. But then, sometimes you have two stoves that you could put, like, you know, if you want to make the Makluba, or you want to make the rice, or you're going to make the, let's say, the, what do you call it? Okra. Okra. After it's in two bars, or if you want to make the tomatoes and potatoes and everything mm -hmm. on that one big pot, and you want some rice next to it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we always eat rice. We are rice eating people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you graduated. You guys got a stove in the house. Not a big stove or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Just two burners. Those burners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you said you used to cook a cake on the stove. That's what we did, Jennifer Dye. <laughs> <laughs> the pound cake. It's a dejan up. We had the, the, the cake day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and everybody loved it. Mm. We used to make the cake on it. Uh, we had the cake something pan or something, but it used to come up perfect cake. But then we did a lot of sweets there. Mm. No, but the sweets, they used to take them to the uh, commercial oven. Oh, you bake yeah. the sweets in the commercial yeah. oven as well. But like, wouldn't it, um, yeah, I mean, them. usually when you put a rising agent in, you have to cook it like that or yeah, but it'll no, fall. No, no, like, you know, let's say we want the baklawi. Mm. Oh, that doesn't then. need a rising agent. Yeah. yeah. You prepare it and everything, mm -hmm. and you just take it to the oven. You know what to do with it. Which, yeah. the, which a, uh, mm. side of the oven? Mm -hmm. Of you have the flammable side. If you put it, that burns them, that's done. Mm -hmm. They have to put a different side of the oven mm -hmm. to bake it, and then they move it along whatever, when you want to brown it a little bit or cook mm -hmm. it more or do whatever. Mm -hmm. the, the baker was a professional baker. He knows mm -hmm. what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And the oven has different areas yeah. of mm -hmm. heat. Yeah, and he knows where to feed it more, where not to feed it more, with all mm -hmm. that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, it's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. It was a real you skill. Think about it. Mm -hmm. Now, did your mom? She had to pay the baker to do this. Sure, definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah, how they gonna live? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, she did. I've never seen that, but I'm sure she mm -hmm. has to mm -hmm. make a living. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then always oh, they used to leave him, like you know, whatever they bake from. Oh. Yeah, they need them some. Like oh. we make the finish pies. Oh, mm -hmm. they don't have anywhere to do with the finish pies. You just take it, and they dig it, and they leave him few because he has children. So yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The, the, and your mom went to him one day a week or more often? Most likely, maybe once, maybe twice a week. It depends what she has to make. Mm-hmm. Becky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, what else would she have to do outside of the house to keep the cooking going? Would she have to go get groceries, go to, like, how how would that work? Every day she used to go on a souk. Every day she went to a souk. It's called souk. Mm -hmm. Souk wasn't too far from home. Okay. And she'll bring us whatever available. Mm -hmm. The carrots, the cucumbers, the figs, whatever available. Mm -hmm. She because she can't go can't go to the uh, our uh, you know your property the, the property mm -hmm. can't every go day. day you know mm -hmm. so I used to go whatever available and go then she's able to feed her family and she had a big thing for mm -hmm. and she brings it home daily daily we had that food mm -hmm. amazing she had a big job to keep a big home. Mm -hmm. She had a big job. Just like this man, he told my father, you have a school. Refrigerators? We used to cook everything for the day. Yeah. And then it's edible. When all this stays nice and cool, we keep it. We had an area, not in the house that I lived in. We must have a cool area hmm. that you could keep jibna and lebani mm. for a few days. What was the jibna? Cheese. Oh. With the cheese, you can't keep it too long outside. Mm. Mm -hmm. I don't know how she kept it. Hmm. Almost almost like you went to a commercial baker. There was almost maybe rented yeah, refrigerator know. space. I don't recall that I had one. Uh -huh. Underground. Uh -huh. it, some homes. 
they do have that on the ground. Uh-huh. They used to store everything yeah. wow. down there. Mm. Did you have electricity? No. In Ontario, in 1948, mm-hmm. we had electricity. The first game, the electricity came to And my father, he bought it right away. Mm. And he bought us a radio. Wow. So, I'm telling you, we were the first ones to experience that. First in the streets. They mm-hmm. put the streets lights. And we were, it was amazing when we saw all the streets are lit. Mm-hmm. I, I remember <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. And then my dad bought it to, to our home. Mm-hmm. And we used to have those, you know, on and off. It's amazing. In 1948, mm-hmm. 49, mm-hmm. and uh, one time I have a friend, her name is Hind. Mm-hmm. Next door to us is a big building. They have thick section. Nice people. But she was frisky. <laughs> <laughs> that kid, she was something. She said, who's at your house? I said, we don't have anybody in our house. Yeah, I heard talking, mm-hmm. a man talking, somebody talking in your house. I said, this is a radio wow. that my dad got. Mm-hmm. She was amazed. Because yeah. <laughs> we didn't have a radio then. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we started to have songs, mm-hmm. stories, mm-hmm. and all things here and there. It was amazing. How about this? I was, maybe, to be... I was maybe 13, maybe 14, mm-hmm. 13, wow. 12, 13. Because when I... Uh, when the database happened, 1948, mm-hmm. I was born 1937, mm-hmm. so I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was maybe 12 years mm-hmm. old, 12, This will have to be the last question, because John John's yawning over there. we got to get going. It's almost 10. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll finish talking about the, the day-to-day eating. Tell us about um, your chickens. <laughs> Those chickens. We lived in this home mm-hmm. across the street from the uh, this our uh, Catholic school. Mm-hmm. It was a couple stones between us. Mm-hmm. Just go down the steps like a, a step ladder. Mm-hmm. Zoom, few steps, in the door of the Rahvat, the nuns. Going down in the middle of the uh, steps, mm-hmm. we have a little uh, coop house. Mm. And we had the chicken there. The chicken, they lived there all the time. They never went out. This is this is crazy to me. The chicken never saw the light of day. It just lived underneath the, the, the door. They opened the door. Uh-huh. And there is that screen door, I think. Mm. I remember mm-hmm. something like this. And about a few chicken, I don't remember how many to be honest. Mm-hmm. And they used to we used to go and pick up the eggs. Mm-hmm. In that little coop. My grandmother, I remember laying in bed. Go and see if there is any any eggs. <laughs> and we go and we check them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of just like in a little farm, but not we are in the middle of the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time she said, check and see if the hen has any eggs. Mm-hmm. You just put your finger in her butt <laughs> and you feel the egg. You say, yes, there is an egg or no, there is no egg. <laughs> you can tell. I remember that. I don't know if any of my siblings remember That's what, what I said. <laughs> yeah, we think our hens are ready to lay and they won't. You gotta find out our hens have any I remember that. That's weird, but I remember. Yeah. Yeah. My life probably remembers a lot more than I. Yeah. She's the oldest and helped a lot. Yeah. She's been through a lot more than I have. I'm one of the ones that escaped a lot of the hardships. Mm -hmm. Layla, she had a lot of the hardships. Well, you worked very, very, very hard in your life. Yeah, I did because I've seen it. Yeah. I feel like I'm raising a family. I want to do the best. Mm-hmm. And I did the best. But God gave me the help and the dreams mm-hmm. to handle it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, it's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you've done it for a while. Send the kids to school, send them to their activities, have a business, keep a decent home. It was a whole lot and everything. Mm. Yeah. And I managed to do that. And believe me, I used to have people walk in my house. And they asked me, when did you clean your home? My hand to God. I had a lady. She was a... Uh, her name is Penny. She was the uh, receptionist. But we got so close. I invited her. I cooked spaghetti or something. Mm-hmm. To come and, you know, join me for lunch. She said, when she looked at the house, she said, when did you clean the house? <laughs> you know, the kids in school, mm-hmm. the uh, house is spotless, I'm ready dressed and at work. How did the house get all cleaned up? I said, well, I keep up. I spent a lot of nights. I was a night out too. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always worked at night. My night was my day. Well, work. you are a night owl, but you got up early as well. Yeah, yeah. You I used the... to work a lot. Mm-hmm. Used to, I used to wait for the kids. Mm-hmm. For I used to, have to come from shenanigan. <laughs> Every one of them, people out, and I just stay doing my paperwork or paperwork. Mm-hmm. And they come, they finish still up waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maggie remembers mm-hmm. it now, but he mentioned it. Mm-hmm. She said you were always up late. Mm-hmm. She told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think next time I'd like to talk a little bit more about your siblings in Ramallah and going to school there. And then maybe we'll begin to talk about um, 1948. But this was good for today. Is there anything else you wanted to say about the food you ate, the food you grew in Ramallah? Everything was very tasteful. And we're always hungry for it. Mm-hmm. You don't eat when you're not hungry. We never eat when we're not hungry. We only eat when we're hungry. Mm-hmm. And everything tasted good. I don't remember anything that I don't like. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Thank you to Auntie Mary, and thank you, of course, to you for listening to this episode. So as I mentioned, this is the first in a summer series. I hope that if you have not subscribed to the Storied Recipe podcast, you will subscribe right now um, there in your player so that you can hear the rest of this series. Um, As my regular listeners know, I have taken this year to um, significantly cut back on releases so that I can focus on growing the website and bringing more listeners to it through the website. This has been working really well, um, but I'm connected. I'm excited to connect with you for the rest of the summer because it has been it has been a while since I've released an episode. As always, I so appreciate every five star rating and review. It's just uh, a great way to help me grow the podcast, which is truly a labor of love. Thank you. I hope y'all have a great week and I will talk to you soon, my friends.